This episode of Stuck in the 80s has been brought to you by... I am the monarch of the sea. The 80s Cruise. Find out more at the80scruise.com. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody wang chung tonight. The movies. Yes! 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 Oh! 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 I'll have what she's having. And the parties. No one in my family ever drinks. That's great. You probably never run out of ice your whole life. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is about boxing movies. Hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Steve Spears. Please direct your attention to your MP3 player for today's main event, a seven-round podcast on the Rocky movies of the 80s and beyond. Let's do it tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. In this corner from the City of Angels, wearing the Ocean Pacific court shorts, please welcome... Brad in L.A. Did you see that look in their eyes, Spearsy? you got to get that look back, Spears. Eye the tiger, man. Eye the tiger. <laughs> oh, jeez. And in this corner, from the Twin Cities, wearing the baggy Heather Gray sweats and gym shorts, please welcome Dr. Dim. Brad, I must break you. Thanks for having <laughs> me back, guys. Bring it on. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> I enjoy using the baritone voice again. Yeah, I have a glass jaw. I'm going down first good punch. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing I can't punch. Oh, man. What was the last time any one of us threw a punch? Seventh grade, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not if at I remember anyone. correctly, actually, now that you mentioned it, if I remember correctly, I was standing outside the cafeteria waiting for the bus, junior high, and my friend's big brother was picking on him. And I said to him, why don't you pick on someone your own size? And so his friends had me stand back to back with him. Sure enough, I was about the same height as he was. And so, you know, we kind of squared off a little bit. And I kind of took a half-hearted jab at him. And he socked me in the face. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> I just, the last time I took a swing at somebody, I think was, it was middle school. I'm 99% sure. And we were I was riding a bus with um, – one of my like friends who lived down the block. I don't even know why I remember this story. I, I must really be brain damaged to remember the story because it's it doesn't bo- it's it doesn't end well. All that time in the <laughs> ring with me, man, you're punch drunk. Yeah, <laughs> my friend um, whose name escapes me, probably for a very good reason. We were on the bus and he leans over. He's like, S- Steve. So 
if you want to get a girl pregnant, what do you do? Do you kind of like just take a little pee inside her? Ah, <laughs> uh, school bus information. <laughs> and I and I said, like, no, dude. I was like, I was like, hey, everybody. He thinks you can get a girl pregnant by taking a pee inside of her. <laughs> Oh, man, yeah. There was punches being thrown as soon as they let us off the Shut bus. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Thanks for making me look stupid, Steve. Oh, man. He was he came out swinging, man. He was like Clubber Lang. <laughs> <laughs> he had to separate us. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. Oh, my mm. God. That's awful. I feel – what a dick. I mean, who would, I mean, I just feel awful for saying that. You were on the bus, and yet at the same time you threw someone under the bus. Yes. There you go. I, how ironic. Uh, so today we gather to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Rocky IV, uh, <laughs> which was released about Thanksgiving uh, in 1985. But we're not just talking about Rocky IV today. We're talking about all the Rocky movies because Dr. Dim, in his infinite wisdom, or <laughs> to be the exact vocabulary to be questioned. My infinite masochism? Yes. In the last few months, you have rewatched every Rocky movie and written a retro review for Stuck in the 80s. Yes, I have. A couple of them, not even rewatches, watch for the first time. Well, uh, first time for uh, Rocky IV, Rocky V, Rocky Balboa, and just today, I saw Creed. Oh, nice. So oh, wow. We will, we will get to the Creed review here uh, in its proper order. Brad, uh, how many of these have you seen? I have seen one, two, three, and four, but I just finished watching Rocky Two this morning. I don't think I'd ever seen it. I thought I had, but then I watched it. I pulled it up, but they're all on Netflix right now. So, uh, well, one through I didn't five, remember it. right? One through five are on Netflix. The ones right. I'm willing to acknowledge um, at this point. But yeah, so I hadn't. I don't think I'd seen two before. I know what you're feeling. Let it go. Let it go. You're the champ. Oh, my God. How could you see one and skip to three? You need two. Uh, well, if I saw three and four when they were out. Oh. I don't think I ever went back and saw – I think I saw Rocky for the first time until five or ten years ago. And that, and that brings up a good question. How many of us saw any of the Rocky movies actually in the theater or did most of us see them on cable or VHS? Well, the first I saw in the theater was Rocky Three. That was the first I saw in the theater, and I'm not sure I saw the other two Rockies prior to that. I think a friend of mine was big into Rocky and just said, you're going with, and I did, and I, I loved it. But that was the first I saw in the theater, and the second I saw in the theater is the one I saw today. I'm not a loser! You're busted! What? Oh. You're not a virgin! You oh. 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 Yeah, I'm sure I saw three and four in the theater, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bet money that I saw, but I actually think I pretty much saw them in order. I know I saw one and two on VHS before I saw Rocky Three. So, oh, okay. So to me, I kind of was, I, I don't know. Well, it's a, interesting if you, you go back and watch Rocky after starting with Rocky Three. I mean, you know the basic outline of the, you know, oh, he's a boxer. You kind of figure it out. But going back and seeing Rocky, you're like, wow, this is a very different. This is a very different world, right? You know, right. Than when you pick up at the beginning of Rocky Three, and he's already successful, and yeah. he can speak <laughs> in sentences and actually knows how to read. So here's, <laughs> so here's how I'm thinking we'll do the show. We have seven Rocky movies to cover, correct? Seven. Yep. Yep. I uh, I therefore <laughs> propose a seven round heavyweight uh, title fight, uh, one round per movie. 
Uh, we're not going to spend a half hour on every movie. Some of them will, some of them will get just as much time as they deserve, which for some of these is close to nothing. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yes. But, Cut me, Mick. And uh, when it's all done, we will go into some seggies. And then after that, and we've, our jaw has returned its feeling and we start spitting up teeth. I have a uh, Rocky trivia quiz um, that I will propose to you two and uh, people can play along at home. Sound good? Groovy. Come out and uh, tap gloves now, will you? I just want to know how much of the purse I get. Didn't know you were in a purses, Brad. Glad you told me that before the cruise. The fight purse. A nice clutch purse with pearls. Yeah. Definitely see that. Okay, here we go. Round one. Would you be interested in fighting Apollo Creed for the World Heavyweight Championship? No. Listen, Rocky. Apollo's seen you fight. He likes you. He wants to fight you. Well, it's just that you see, uh, I fight in clubs, you know, and I'm really a ham and egg. This guy, he's the best, and uh, it wouldn't be such a good fight. But th- thank you very much, you know. I appreciate it. Lord. Rocky, do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. He picked you, Rocky. Rocky, it's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. Ah, yes, the original Rocky, 1976. Made on a budget of just over a million dollars and shot in only 28 days. Hey, guys, where does this rank on the uh, scale of Rocky movies? Hmm. I would say pretty close to the top. I mean, yeah. it's the it's the originator. It sets everything up. It certainly doesn't. Uh, the rest of the movies of the five of the first five don't feel anything like that first Rocky. Not not really. But uh, because that one just feels like um, you know it was from the director's era of movies, and you know before the big blockbusters started to take over. So it was more of a personal film. And and it's surprising how much of it is just is more about Rocky finding romance than becoming a, uh, getting his chance in the at, at the big fight. So Adrian's, you know, it's Rocky again. You know, listen, uh, I know you ain't too happy at this moment. You know, well, could you do me a favor? You know, I ain't got nobody to spend Thanksgiving with. You know, so how uh, about maybe you and I? Maybe we'll go out together, get something to eat. I don't know. Maybe laugh a little bit. Who knows? You know? Would you like to? Uh, I don't know. Would you like to maybe? Uh, you know, you and me go out together. What do you think? Would you like to? Yeah, and if you come to this later, like I did, I was surprised. I'm like, wait a minute, Rocky was uh, basically a working for a loan shark. <laughs> like the guy's kind of a guy's kind of a street tough. And you know, you don't. Again, if you come in at Rocky three, you don't have that backstory yet, which I know. You know, that makes me look like an idiot because that is the story. But it was, it was kind of a revelation to see it for the first time after kind of soaking in Rocky three and four for the the 80s. And Stallone's physicality was completely different. Oh yeah, and he he was just a beefy guy. And by the time three came along, he was cut and chiseled, and you know the look that we're more used to. The uh, I watched Rocky uh, and Rocky two again for the first time in probably ten years this week, and the pacing of the first movie is is also that that seventy style that slow. Mm-hmm. 
deliberate. Yeah. Every every physical nuance is is important. Mm-hmm. And I remember every scene with uh, Rocky and Adrian. I just you get that whole you know that what's it called when you you feel embarrassment because the people on the screen are feeling the embarrassment. I start to glow red at 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 Rocky just flaming out trying to hit on Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little too uh, close to home, huh? Yeah, a little too close to home. <laughs> the, the whole the whole time when he invites her into his uh, apartment for the first time and he's trying to get her to sit down and she clearly just want she clearly clearly one just wants to go home, you know, and be a lady and you know, Rocky is just not going to have In any. 120 problems. seconds. I'm going to ask you up to my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it's it's a little rapey. <laughs> so, uh, wow, for the, you to say that is amazing. But not that not that it happens, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, it's it's. it's yeah. There are scenes. To me, my favorite scene of the original Rocky is when Mickey shows up at, at Rocky's apartment to to offer his uh, training services, and Rocky just wants none of it. Long enough to get here. Ten years you come to my house. Huh? What's the matter? You don't like my house? My house stink? That's right, it stinks! I have no baby from you! Don't fall around me! Talk about your pride. What about my pride, Mick? At least you have pride! I ain't had no pride, I ain't had nothing. Legs are going, everything is going, no one's getting no nothing. Guy comes up, offers me a fight. Big deal. Want to fight the fight? Yeah, I'll fight the big fight. I wouldn't want to fight that big fight. It was gonna happen to me. I wanna get that. I wanna get that. And you wanna be ringside and see it? Do you? You wanna help me out? Help me? You wanna see me get my face kicked in? Legs ain't working. Nothing's working. They go, go on, fight the chair. Yeah, I'll fight him. My face kicked in. You come around here, you want to move in here with me? Come on here, come my house! Real nice, come on here and move! It stinks! Some place stinks! Yeah. Right, Mickey had already treated him sort of like a bum uh, because, you know, he took his locker away from him early in the film because, you know, this is for contenders, this is for fighters, so you're just a you're kind of a thug. And then Mickey sees this is a chance for him to have uh, a bit of glory. And yeah. and Rocky sees through that, and so that was that 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 whole scene there, which wasn't that essentially improvised. That's what I've read. Um, Stallone pretty much just improv that entire scene, and the fact that he kept saying, "Does my place think stink? You think my apartment stinks? Well, it really does stink. It really did stink. They were in an apartment where I guess the sink <laughs> or the toilet was setting off a real foul odor, and that's what kind of cued his whole." You know, this place stinks, I stink kind of rant. Do you guys in Rocky 1 find any sort of um, empathy for Apollo Creed? Well, for him, hmm. I feel it for his uh, his corner man. Um, I guess his, I can't remember what his name was. Uh, Tony, his corner man, who realizes Rocky isn't just going to be a cream puff. Yeah, I, I feel it for him. I, I think Apollo was meant to be just this taking Rocky lightly, I'm the champ, this guy's a chump, there's no way. So I don't, yeah. I, I think you don't start to feel a little more for uh, Creed until the second movie, where they yeah. begin to expand on his character a little more. I mean, right at the end of Rocky, 
Creed is saying no rematch. Yeah, it's about the, that's about no the, rematch. Right, yeah. that's about the time when you feel like, okay, he's kind of human, but I think for the most part they just wanted him to be this arrogant, uh, taking Rocky lightly through the whole thing. Do you do you feel any empathy for Polly, the brother? Uh, Polly is a he's a difficult character. I mean, yeah, he really is all the way through the series. He's he's he he's on one hand he's saying you don't owe me nothing, or I don't want nothing from you, I don't want nothing from you, and then on the next hand he's saying what's in it for Polly? It's he's, he's he, it's like back and forth that way. They never address his rampant alcoholism. The only time. The filmmakers give him any seemingly sense of growth. I mean, they give him little bits in the movies, like like we'll talk about it later. But in Rocky Four, he's he's very bigoted toward the you know the black fellows, and then toward the end, he's you know arm in arm with them because whatever. But through the arc of the movies, only in Rocky Two does he seem to give does he get a little something because he starts working for that that loan shark, and he's actually doing fairly well and he's not as drunk and he's dressed well and he's not a slop so he's they give him just a little bit in that movie and then they take it all back away from him and then he's that slovenly drunk you know i don't want anything from you what's in it for me yeah. does any can you give me a job yeah <laughs> brad when you brad when you saw the ending of rocky the first time did you were you surprised that rocky loses no i i mean you i knew that that's what was happening you know it's I, at that point, you know the story arc for one and two. You know the first one he loses, the second one he wins. So I knew he wasn't going to win. But you know, he loses the fight, but he wins the movie. Oh, right. right. You know, he wins the, the story. Yeah. You know what other movie? And you know what other sports movie from about the same time comes out where the team loses the game but wins the movie? The Bad News Bears. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. Yeah, you, you yep. Yankees can take your trophy. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> such a great scene. We, we will not be doing a podcast on the Bad News Bears movie franchise. Oh, that's okay. Maybe that's in okay. year fifteen. Maybe year fifteen of Stuck in the Eighties. Maybe we'll get around to that. Yeah, but that's in the seventies, isn't it? Um, some of them happen. Maybe in the some 80s. of the eighties ones are. Yeah, anyway. yeah. The only one worth. It's the it's the first one. It's the only one worth it but, anyway. You know, it would have been. You know, how tropey would it have been for Rocky to win? Yeah, is this is the movie any good if he actually beats Apollo in the end? No, of course. Or is not. it just too bad? No, and it's not an Oscar winner if he wins. Correct. It's correct. Yeah. And that being said, it's time for round two. You look so tired. Why don't you go get some sleep? Oh no, no, I feel great. I feel great. Listen, I've been thinking. If you don't want me mixing with Creed no more, we'll make out some other kind of way, you know. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! 1979. We're just barely missing the 80s when Rocky II, uh, the sequel to the first one, comes out. Um, and an analysis done by Philadelphia locals who tracked the route that Rocky took through the city during his training run when all those kids run with him, if he had actually so taken crazy. that route uh, from his South Philly home to the top of the art museum, he would have run 30 miles in one day. <laughs> nice. Well, no wonder he's in such good shape. Come on, man. And, and speaking, of, speaking of that, I mean... He also probably needs to see a doctor if he isn't sweating any more than that. Anyway. 
how how iconic to you guys is the the Bill Conti uh, fanfare that becomes the first three or four Rocky movies? Well, well, that became the the theme of the underdog for for decades after this movie. I mean, it's it's it was ubiquitous back when the movie came out. You were constantly hearing it on the radio, but it was you can't hear that and not think of Rocky and not think yeah. of the underdog coming back. Uh, you know, it makes an appearance in the latest movie. It, it does it. Yes, it makes an appearance. I kept thinking, is it going to show up? Is it going to? And it does. It starts yeah. at the proper moment. And I thought, yep, that works. That's filmmaking. So yeah, it's 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 uh, well, yeah, dare I say, iconic. <laughs> dare I say? Dare <laughs> I say? I don't say dare I say very much anymore. But that somebody had to say it. I know. I don't know why I stopped. Just <laughs> you said. Yeah. Um, some of the factoids about this movie. Um, Adrian, of course, we all know that um, Rocky uh, beats. Apollo Creed at the very end by standing up one second ahead of him. Um, Adrian so is right. Adrian is not at the fight because actress Talia Shire was uh, already on set of another movie at that time, and so the storyline had to be written uh, again to have her stay at home and watch it on TV. Mm. And, and you know, I just learned this about the end of this movie that in the real boxing world, which you can't expect the Rocky movies, at least the you know to really be depicting real boxing because they'd <laughs> all be dead of brain damage after every move. Well, every geez, fight. no kidding. But, Man, but he takes a lot of punches. The, the way that fight ends, Rocky delivers the haymaker to Creed. Creed goes down. Rocky just falls down as well because he slips. He's tired. He would have still, if he had not gotten up, he would have still won the fight because he wasn't knocked down by a punch. He fell down. Oh. So on a, he still would have won the fight, but most people don't know that when they're watching the movie. I didn't until I just learned about it the other day. Now that wouldn't it be hilarious to have that. Uh, let's have this movie refilmed with that uh, technicality put back in, where he just they both end up on the ground. They declare Rocky the winner, fade to black, and the whole audience in the theater just goes nuts, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? He didn't get up. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, he has to get up. So. It's not like it's not like Fox Football on Sunday where they. Uh, they can call the referee in New York to explain the rule at the end of the movie. Well, you know, I'm watching that for the first time and just you know today. And good grief, does he take a beating? He mm, just, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's no way. <laughs> it's a lot. There's not a lot of body shots in a lot of the Rocky movies. It's a lot yeah, of it's hits just all head. face. Like how does his head not detached from his body? You know, Creed punches Rocky a few times in the head. Then it's Rocky's turn. It's 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 not real boxing. <laughs> I will say about the most recent movie, the boxing is a lot more realistic. The um, I remember when I interviewed Carl Weathers. Um, it's God. It's probably been five or six years now. And because Carl was doing some TV show at the time, and they certainly needed the press. And of course, I, w- I just wanted to talk to him about Apollo Creed the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking him about the whole, you know, pulling the punches and stuff like that. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just so you know, they weren't all pulled. He goes, he, he got clobbered a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, especially, I believe, on Rocky Four. So, oh, yeah. Uh, but, um, well, yeah, he and Dolph Lundgren didn't get along. Right, but we're getting ahead. Of we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, and, and I think we're not getting. But I, and I think it's time to get a little bit further ahead in this mm-hmm. title bout. Round three. You really don't think I got nothing left, do you? Well, rockets. Let's put it this way. 
three years ago, you was supernatural. You was, you was hard and you was nasty and, and you had this cast iron jaw. But then the worst thing happened to you that could happen to any fighter. You got civilized. We are finally in the 80s. Uh, Rocky Three is introduced to us in the year 1982. How many of us saw this in theaters? We I know we talked about this before. I'm pretty sure I did. I did. I'm sure I saw this in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I took my kid sister who hadn't seen it. I think maybe – I don't know if she'd seen the Rocky movies at home with me. But I think it might have been the first movie I ever took my sister to see who's four years younger than me. Aw. And so this movie has always been like one of our like favorite movies. The only two movies I ever remember taking her to see are this one and Major League. Yeah. So, so it's, it's all about the sports – movies for you yeah well when big brother steve takes you somewhere it's probably just because he wants to see a sports movie <laughs> i'm not taking her to see somewhere in time so <laughs> ew i know that's what i'm saying brad what's your favorite thing about rocky three is it one of the characters is it what what is what is the appeal just, to I, you i love rocky three Rocky Three is my favorite Rocky movie, and the the, the 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 crunchy center of this movie, the the thing that makes it what it is, is Apollo Creed transforming Rocky and the training montage in the middle, where he goes from "I can't do this" to you know beating Apollo Creed in a foot race on the sand. I say, you know, if you can beat Carl Weathers in a foot race on the beach, you can do anything. <laughs> For I me, I love that part of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for me, it uh, it begins, it ends, it goes all the way through. Two words, Clubber Lang. I told you I wasn't going away. You got your shot. Now give me mine. Why don't you get the hell out of there? Shut up, old man. I ain't going nowhere. And why don't you tell all these nice folks why you've been ducking me? Politics, man. This country wants to keep me down. Keep everybody weak. I don't want a man like me to have the title because I'm not a puppet like that fool up there. You know, you've got a big mouth, you know. Why don't you come out and close your bad boy? Come on. Come on. Mr. T was a revelation. He so was good. he was terrific in that movie. Uh, it's uh, when the retro reviews go on, you'll you'll know how much I like Cloverlang's character by what I picked for the top lines from the movie because virtually all of them are from him. He's just yeah. he oh, was so good, so good. Well, and the the interesting thing to me is looking back at the first couple movies, you know, Clubber Lang is training the way Rocky trained, you know, and right. Rocky has to do something different, and he's you know he's training with the you know we're going to train in the ballroom at the Ritz Carlton, right, know? with the entourage and all yeah. the yeah, that's why you know pride cometh before a fall, Rocky. It's true. <laughs> I remember yeah. just being scared to death of Clubber Lang when I saw that movie. Like, I don't. Oh think- yeah. I think it might have been, you know, aside from maybe Darth Vader, might have been the most villainous character I'd ever seen in a movie at that age. Mm. Is Clubber Lang is Clubber Lang the number one seed in a bracket if we do movie villains? Uh, yeah, I would think do so. Do a March Madness movie villains? Yeah, he'd be in there. Pretty good at being bad. Mm-hmm. In, in total, uh, twelve hundred people auditioned for that role. Oh my gosh, mm. twelve hundred! Mm. Unbelievable. To me, I think, I mean, as much as I love Clubber Lang, and as much as I cry my eyes out when Mickey dies in Rocky mm. 3, I don't, you know, no spoiler alerts here. Everyone who listens to this podcast should have yeah. seen uh, 3 and 4. 
to me, it's the little things. It's it's having Hulk Hogan show up as Thunderlips, the ultimate male. Yeah. All my love slaves out there, Thunderlips is here in the flesh, baby. <laughs> it's um, <clears throat> it's seeing Rocky on the Muppet Show, mm-hmm. yeah. which actually happened. Stallone did appear on the Muppet Show, but he appeared as himself, not as Rocky. So Jim Henson dubbed in Rocky's name during Kermit's introduction. Nice. There's perfectly f- dubbed as well. Just perfectly, perfectly dubbed. You couldn't tell. Um, all the little commercials, the American Express commercials. Uh, you yeah. see Stallone's appearance at the actual 1976 Academy Awards during that montage. To me, all those little touches are just really what drive me crazy in love with this movie. And then... And then when you think you can't love it anymore, I mean, Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. The campiest 80s Power blast. I mean, easily. I mean, I, what it it has a it has a place on its own Mount Olympus. Now it may not. <laughs> it, it may not be the, the god of thunder. It may be the the low Jim. Therefore, is Mount Olympus of cheesy rock hits. Cheesy rock Help hits. Climb it. <laughs> yeah, we've heard it. So, yeah, we've heard it. Man, have we heard that song again and again? <laughs> yeah, but but when you hear it in that movie, it is oh. that that's oh yeah, just over and over again. Likey. That's one of those times when it's just perfect. Whoever picked the whoever picked that to be the song in the movie earned their pay for that day. And you know what's you ironic? Know what, you know what they originally were going to use there. I was did. originally written for that. You're the Am best. Am I taking quiz questions? No, no, you're not. It's, you're the best. From yeah, you're Joe the best. Es- Joe Esposito. Mm-hmm. Which ended up in Karate Kid. Yeah. That movie, much that better. Would, much better. Much better. Much Karate better. I believe, I, I believe we've said this once before in a previous podcast. I don't think, I don't think that the line, Eye of the Tiger, Eye of the Tiger, Rock, Eye of the Tiger, I don't think that was in, I don't think that was in the script of the movie until after the song came out. Mm. See, I was going to ask that. I was going to ask which came first, the line in the movie or the song? The song. I'm pretty sure I read that the song came out and then they inserted that into the movie to, to kind of tie it all together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm down. I'm okay but, with that. Brad, you yeah. love uh, pinball machines. Would you have uh, wanted to ever own the uh, the real, actual uh, Rocky pinball machine that Polly smashes with the liquor bottle? Nah, no. I, the the pinball machines that I'm really interested in are the ones that are all mechanical, electromechanical. That one's got some digital boards and stuff in it. Nerd. Oh. I'm a special kind of nerd. I'm a nerd that wants you know like four billion miles of wiring in my pinball machines. So, are we all on the record then saying this is our favorite Rocky movie? I am. Hmm. I don't know. If it's not this one, save it. Save it for later. But yeah, I, it's 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 close. But I'm telling you, I don't know. I think it has the perfect ending. Mm. Oh yeah. I think it's got it, the perfect plot. Path. It ends with my favorite line. Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding ding. I was hoping when when we talked to Carl Weathers and we talked him into doing that line for us again. I, I was kind of hoping he would do it. 
the way he did it in the movie, but he didn't. Hi, this is Carl Weathers. You're listening to Stuck in the 80s. Ding, ding. And that's a great... The, that part of the movie is another thing that's cool is how now they're friends. Yeah. You know, Apollo and Rocky, like, they see each other after the bout in the second movie. They're more, you know, they more have an appreciation right, right. for each other. Having put each other in the hospital right. twice. Oh, and, 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 and speaking of that ding-ding moment, uh, the fight, the third fight between Rocky and Apollo, we never found out who won that fight, yeah. except I know now. Oh, and I'm no. not going to tell you. Don't what? tell. I won't tell you Let's because be... we do learn. You dirty rat. <laughs> yeah. More incentive to go see the new movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and originally Stallone had written the three f- movies to be a trilogy. He had never intended it to go any further than Rocky Three. Hence, we get that great ending. That we, we could have all walked away. And wow, been happy. that would have been the ending of the. Oh, wow, that would have been fantastic. That was the plan, and then and someone showed up with a big suitcase full of money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get to round four. You can box, yes, but you are far too old to think that you can win over Drago. Oh, is uh, that a fact? Yes, and it could be a painful one. You put that heavy bag with eyeballs in the ring with me, and you're going to see the meaning of pain. Why do you insult us? Now, you just hold on here. Don't make me out to be the bad guy. I came here to talk about a friendly exhibition bout till Comrade Big Mouth started out. It's you who are the aggressor. This is obvious. I I wish to say to the press, in all fairness, Drago should not even fight this man because he is a has-been. You get that big chunk in the ring right now. Mr. Carl, Mr. Look, I don't want to hear anything about Chris. Just let that chunk go. 1985's Rocky Four. Ah, the search for cash. <laughs> I have I have mixed emotions about this movie. It's not. You know what's great about this movie? Uh, and I'll get. It is so of its time. That's very much true. That that's the part that I like. But, it's but. the Soviet Union. I mean, we're gonna yeah. anybody under the age of thirty these days. We have to pretty much educate them on the whole idea that we were once afraid of Russia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they they were the big bad. Yeah. You know, and it's a good thing we had Rocky because he single handedly wins the Cold War exactly. by the end of the movie. Exactly. <laughs> and uh remember when I said it took uh He's handed out Marlboros and Levi Jeans on the way out. <laughs> remember when I said it took uh twelve hundred people auditioning for someone to land the role of Clubber Lang? It took eight thousand people auditioning for Ivan Drago. How do they do that? How do you Audition eight thousand people. I don't know. Maybe I, in my mind, open you probably casting. have an open How? casting that they put a something in the something in the paper. Come down to audition for the next. A, a lot of quick. A lot of quick. Next. No. Next. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they bring people in in groups of fifty, and they're like, "Yes, no, 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 mm. no, 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 yeah. no." <laughs> uh, from what I've read, uh, Dolph Lundgren uh, took him about six months to win the part, and he was initially turned down because he was too tall. This is before or after Masters of the Universe? Uh, this is before. This is before. Do you think we're going to ever do a podcast on Masters of the Universe? No. <laughs> I'm still refusing to see it. So. Oh, God. I've seen it probably a couple times. I think it's on Netflix this month. For that it is. Why do you know that? <laughs> Uh, cause why every mo- do you know that? You know why? I have, a, I have an innocent answer to that. Because every month I try to write a blog item saying which 80, 80s movies are coming to Netflix and which ones are leaving. So I usually – I noticed that that was there. I did not See, watch it. I and I know, what, 
I know it because as a Netflix member, I think a lot of people do this when you get the streaming service. You can spend almost as much time going through what there is to stream than actually watch a movie. You know, I'll be there for an hour. Okay. What do I want to watch? And then I look at the clock and say, yeah, it's too late to watch something now. I'll put in an episode of star Trek or something. Ah, good choice. (laughs) Could do a lot worse. Next, next generation. So, but, uh, we actually, people who are, uh, big fans of Dolph Lundgren, uh, raise your hand, please. Uh, we also know that this same year, 1985, he was had another uh, role in the James Bond movie, a view to a kill. So, the movie yeah. that I have much less fondness for. Oh my God! Is there a James Bond movie I hate more than A View to a Kill? I don't think so. Great villain in that movie, but kind of a wasted performance against Grandpa Bond. It, oh yeah. It, I, I saw it when it came out, but it's I must have erased it from my memory. About all, the only thing I remember is Grace Jones in it and Christopher Walken is in it, yeah. and that's yeah. It's you know, it's got some what good happens. Mind. You know what? And for some reason, I I place my animosity towards that movie gets. Gets splattered on the Duran Duran song as well. Like I don't like the song, but probably because I don't like the movie. Yeah, could be. I'm not going to back down from that. Um, as we mentioned earlier, uh, there was, um, according to reports, a dust up between Dolph Lundgren and Carl Weathers. Um, with him, he dies. He dies. <laughs> I think he. I, don't, I think that line might have been improved. <laughs> He's not supposed to die. Dolph, come on. <laughs> This, there's another thing about this movie. Uh, it is a montage lover's dream. Oh, yeah. There are three so training montages and one Rocky driving around remembering the other movies montage. I mean, I was when I was doing the research to do the review, I found a site where somebody who has almost as much time on his hands as I do uh, that actually timed out the amount of montages in the movie. The movie's like 90 minutes. And he came up with about short. Yeah, I think it's about it. Ninety minutes, and I think he came up with thirty minutes worth of montage. So that's one third of the movie. (laughs) It's so eighties. It's perfect. And you and you remember you remember uh, in the original Rocky, there was the big deal made of he's training inside the meatpacking plant and he's punching these sides of beef and he's snapping the ribs, and you know Apollo's. corner people are seeing this and saying you know paul you need to take this guy seriously the way they build up drago or drago however the way they build him up he's scientifically trained and enhanced and his punching power it's just off the charts i was expecting to see him punching down buildings because you know (laughs) we need you (laughs) come on just do some demolition because he's he could punch so hard i'm gonna wreck it You know, there's something else we haven't talked about until just now. It just occurred to me. The the other thing that I love about this series, um, and you'll have to – I'll be kind of curious to see how they handle it with Creed, um, is the fact that each one of these movies backs up and overlaps the last minute or so of the previous yeah, movie. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So just in case you completely forgot what happened four years ago, we're going to go back and show you. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious – when I'll ask it again, we I'll, I'll be curious to hear what you say about Creed. So, anyone have a favorite character in uh, uh, Rocky Four, or can we just agree that it's Polly's robot? <laughs> I was going to say James Brown. I thought that was completely fabricated by the studio. I thought it was such a stupid thing, and then I find out that it was an actual robot. 
that that I just thought it was just you know Stallone had an idea, and I just thought it was a dumb moment. But th- that was an actual robot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was an actual robot, um, and I believe it's actually a member of the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> It probably hasn't hasn't made its hours lately. No, probably not. But um, yeah, you would think that it would just be like, oh, there's a little guy in there, and this is kind of stupid. And no, it was an actual functioning robot. It is kind of stupid, actually, but that's okay. But James Brown, man, James Brown. That's that's about my favorite part because of of the introduction of uh, of Dolph, uh, his character being brought up through the floor of the stage and this American spectacle around him of Las Vegas. I mean, how much more, you know, ain't that America can you get? And you get James Brown singing, which is, I think that's probably my favorite song of the whole series is the, the James Brown performance and watching Apollo dancing with him. That's a great moment in the movie. not a great movie but it's a great way to spend 90 minutes mm-hmm. any given day where you're just kind of like eh, whatever uh <laughs> tomorrow on damning them with faint pranks he discusses the bond franchise well it's certainly better than the next entry yeah let's get to it round five rocky they don't care about you you want to get serious? Let's get serious. You represent the dreams of the long shots, the little people, the never wills identify with you. Identification is the key to public success. You're a true champion, a true product of the people. Don't sell it. Sell it while they're still biased. They ain't gonna last forever. You say you're a fighter. Then fight! You say you want a champion's dude, then do it, and I'll make it so much money, you can swim in it. You can swim, can't you, darling? What do you say? Come on, put it there. Stop the hustle behind this muscle. He's done! He's done fighting! You are damn fool. Maybe we ought to sign Mrs. Balboa to fight Kane, huh? Looks like she's the one with the cojones in the family. Rocky Five, 1990. The 80s are over, and so is uh, our love for Rocky. Well. <laughs> Safe to say? No? No, don't. No. It, it comes back, but not for this movie. Yes. Like, like Rocky himself. <laughs> He's got to have some lows to experience the highs. Mm-hmm. A uh, few people remember the plot line of this movie, and that's probably a good thing. Uh, Rocky doesn't actually have a formal fight in this one, correct? He's Instead, no. he's more of a, a coach for Tommy Gunn, mm-hmm. played by a real-time boxer Tommy Morrison. <clears throat> and it's in this movie that we learn Rocky's real first name. That's right. Does anybody Seymour? know it? <laughs> it's not Seymour? Dim knows what it is. What is it, Dim? It's Robert. His name is Robert. Uh-huh. Robert Balboa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what they name, their, you know, that's Rocky named his son. Although in this movie, in Rocky Five, you think that uh, his son's name is Kid. Because I don't think Rocky ever calls him <laughs> Rocky Jr. or Robert. He says, hey, kid, that's great, kid. Where's the kid? Hey, kid. And, and, and the movie, kind of the idea is there's supposed to be a strain between Rocky and his real son because Rocky has taken on this Tommy Gunn as his surrogate son. So uh, it, it, that's, it does that, but so it's just yeah. – I just remember something. So when, when the kid is born back in Rocky II and Adrian goes into a coma, 
And it's just <laughs> laying there in the bed. Like, ah, yes, she's the not good old hooked days. up to anything. She's not connected to anything. She's just laying there. It's like, what is this <laughs> sleeping beauty? It's the weirdest hospital scene ever. <laughs> it's just odd. Like, come on. Did they, could they not afford the beep soundtrack from the, you know, from the sound effect library? There's nothing. They couldn't put it, bring in the machine that goes ping. Beep, beep, beep. Anyway. That's true. Meanwhile, back never, at Rocky Five. Never really thought about that. Um, now, this is if you could skip a Rocky movie, does everyone kind of agree this is the one you skip? I mean, does it really advance anything other than the fact that he's not fighting anymore? It doesn't. It, it the only thing you get in this is that he's you get a little bit more about his son, his actual son, and that his name is Robert. That's that's it. You really don't get anything out of this movie. <laughs> Excellent. So then that means we can go to an early round, another early ding ding. Here we go, round six. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. 2006's Rocky Balboa. They finally shed the uh, the numbers. And uh, I honestly don't know a thing about this movie. Uh, I never saw it. And Brad, you never saw it, right? I've not seen it, no. Uh, so... So, Dim, tell, give us the, uh, the, short, the short version of what happens in Rocky Balboa. Well, it's, it takes place about 15 years after, after Rocky V, uh, both literally and in the movie. Um, Adrian has died of cancer. Oh, no. Rocky, I don't think he, he has no connection to that uh, Mickey's Gym anymore, not any direct connection anymore. Uh, he owns a restaurant that he named after his wife, and he pretty much spends his days working at the restaurant and going around talking to customers and telling them stories from his old days as a as a boxer. There's a strange relationship with his older son, and um, what happens is uh, Rocky gets the urge to start boxing again, and he's he gets back into doing it and training and doing some fights here and there, and. Uh, ESPN has a show where they do this computer simulations of uh, fights. You know, what would it have been like if this boxer had fought this yeah. boxer? You know, that kind of thing. And they do Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they do they do the, the current champ, which whose name I forget, but the current champ, who's uh, they have him go against Rocky Balboa, and they and ESPN says Balboa wins, and this starts to bring some stuff up because the ch- current champ is kind of thought of as being a paper champion that he hasn't really beat anybody and the real champ is still Rocky and so that sets up an exhibition fight between the two um, and it's I, it's it's such a satisfying movie uh, it's I really enjoyed it so much uh, he, Rocky's character connects with that that uh, the young woman the, the the teenage girl in the very first movie and he gives her a lecture about you shouldn't hang with those kinds of people and you know what kind of girl you're going to become and you shouldn't smoke and all that kind of he gives her that talk yeah, yeah. well later on she's a single mom and he 
meets up with her at some because he's back in the old neighborhood and they be, they form a friendship and he she he kind of becomes a uh, a surrogate father to her son. It's it's just a really nice movie wow. with a with an excellent fight sequence at the end. I won't say how it goes, but it's terrific. Jeez. Now I do want to watch it. I keep pushing you guys. You got to watch it. And I would suggest you watch it before you see the new one if it's possible. Uh, it'll be possible. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Steve, a, Steve isn't leaving the house unless it involves pizza. Yeah. No, I bring that to you. Yeah, they deliver that now. Like I said, Steve's the not only, leaving the house. The only thing I leave the house for is mixers. So. You, you, you don't walk around with uh, Kleenex boxes on your feet and you know, collect your urine in jars or anything, do you? Not anymore. Uh, you, know. <laughs> you can't get them to deliver the jars anymore. Yeah. yeah. And the pizza boxes weren't holding it. There's a reason the cat bites me. Let's just say that. It's <laughs> the only nutrition it's getting. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Final round. Round seven. This is taken from the tenth round of the first fight, right? Good call. How'd you know that? I heard about a third fight between you and Apollo. Behind closed doors. That true? How'd you hear about that? Who won? It's kind of a secret. What'd you say your name was? I'm done. Okay. Well, the girl said you wanted to talk about something? Yeah, I want to talk to you about training me. Training? <laughs> I don't do that stuff no more. Sorry about that. Listen, it's getting kind of late, kid, so I'm going to uh, close up. How good was he? Oh, yeah, he was great. He's a perfect fighter. Ain't nobody ever better. So how'd you beat him? Time beat him. Time, you know, takes everybody out. It's undefeated. Anyway, I got a lot. So when Mickey died, he came and talked to you, right? Talked you out of quitting. Took you to L.A. Trained you. Brought you back. How do you know all this? How do you think? What are you, like a cousin? He's my father. 2015's Creed. Uh, Obviously the only person who has seen that. And you saw it today. I saw it today. Just minutes before we got together to record this, I got back from seeing it. Yeah. It's short, right? It's only about 90 minutes long, too. Nope, nope. This one comes in at just over two hours. Oh, okay, so I'm wrong. So you're sorry about that, but it does. And, um, it's just it. Spears wrong. Film <laughs> at 11. And I would have said, had this film not been made, um, Rocky Balboa would have been a, you know, skip five, watch the rest. Balboa buttons it up real nicely. But oh. Creed was so good. <laughs> It's mostly about uh, uh, Apollo Creed's uh, son named Adonis. Goes by a different last name because he doesn't want to, you know, the shadow of his father. And uh, he he fights amateur on his own, trained himself. But he's you know he's well educated. He uh, he had a troubled past uh, as a as a you know, as a juvenile. But his but the um, the widow of Apollo Creed takes him in and gives him a better life. And he works in the financial district. He's just gotten a promotion, but he really wants to So he's still a criminal, fight. basically. Well, <laughs> it's a different color collar, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so he, you know, he wants to get back into it. And um, 
he approaches he you know he's out in LA he can't get anything going in LA so he decides to go to Philadelphia and, and find Rocky Balboa and convince him to train him and it's it's it, just as much as I said Balboa the, the film before this was satisfying this was even just really good it's mostly about the son Rocky's in it perfectly put placed into it still f- feels natural in that character works really well and no Polly. <laughs> no Polly. He buried no the poly. lead. I, <laughs> do you do you, do we know? Do we know what happens to Polly? Yes, we do. We find out very early in the film that Polly had passed away. Okay. So it makes sense. So mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. So. He got run over by his own Trans Am. <laughs> yeah. Well early in the when Rocky shows up. Rocky doesn't show up for a little while, but yeah. as soon as he gets in, we, we he visits the grave of uh, of Adrian and and uh, Polly, and you know has his chats with them. It's I, I just it, I, I just saw it. It's and the final fight sequence, the boxing that they show in there is more realistic boxing. Uh, the director chose to bring you uh, for the big fights to bring you really into the ring. So it's you're you're right in there. And it's and it's not headshot, 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 headshot. It's it's these guys doing what looks like, you know, more realistic boxing. Yeah. Here's what I need to know about this movie. And answer me straight, Jim. Are mm. Cuff and Link in it? Yes. The turtles are in it. The turtles are in it. They're not in it. The turtles. They don't name them, but there they are. They're bigger, and they're there's a. There's a fish tank in in, uh, in the aquarium in uh, Rocky's home, and there are two turtles in there. Oh, and wow. I just went, huh, there's Cuff and Link. <laughs> so so am I gathering that this is your favorite uh, Rocky installment? Uh, I suppose at the moment. Uh, I mean, I, I like the original Rocky. I like three. I think Balboa was, was taking over. And now that I see Creed, I'm just off the glow of it. You know, maybe I'll have to let it settle for a little while. But I think it's—I don't know if it's—if there's the it way it ends. Mix, it sounds like it the way it mix. ends. I wonder if they're thinking that there might be you know one without Rocky and one with this uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, who's terrific in this movie. It's just, I, I, man, it's hard to say. <laughs> but it's right. It, Brad's right. It's in the mix because it's it, it's. Instead of getting progressively worse, they've actually the last two Rocky movies that they've put together. Uh, they, it's really well done. It's hard to say. You say it's hard to say. You know what else is hard? You know what else is hard to say? <laughs> the seggies. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moments. Uh, I'm going to say these extra fast today because I understand that some people like to listen to our podcast on what two and a half times speed. Is that what it was, Brad? Yeah, at least. <laughs> it's like I don't want to. I don't want to hear what my voice sounds like at that speed. But anyway, that's pretty funny. You don't listen. To my- does it really? Does it really? You know the drill by now. Okay, you know the drill by now. We'll play a snippet of a movie from the '80s, and if you can get it right, you are entered into the drawing. Drawing. For the uh, Stuck in the 80s bottle opener. Pay attention. Here was last show's mystery clip. Stop being so nervous. Later on, we'll get ice cream. Yep, that's Arthur. Um, Still one of my favorite drinking movies. Um, Brad, you have a long list. No, you don't have a long list. You have a short list and then a short letter. Short list and a short note. Let me hit you with these winners, bro. 
<clears throat> Winners include Ryan the Pirate in Nashville, Amy Ningen, Kurt in Dirty Jersey, PJ Vareccia, Jeff Young, Just Drew, Shazam from St. Louis, and Christian Lopez, who writes... This week's movie quote is from one of the best comedies of the 80s. The movie is Arthur, and John Gilgood's portrayal of Hobson was the best reason to see that movie. I was 12 when my sister, 12 years older than me, took me to see it. I was a very shy and geeky kid. And when Hobson delivered the line, perhaps you would like me to come in there and wash your dick for you, you little shit, <laughs> I was mortified. <laughs> Did my sister even know what a dick was? <laughs> I thought to myself. <laughs> Man, I hope she doesn't ask me. I'll never be able to tell her. <laughs> oh, Christian, that is comedy gold. Comedy gold. I think I might have even started to sweat a little. I remember feeling very warm in the face. When I was an adult, she noticed the DVD in my collection. We got to talking about it. I told her about that scene, and she couldn't remember a thing about it. She said that if she had known how uncomfortable I was, she would have feigned ignorance and done everything she could to embarrass me to the point that I would have begged for death. <laughs> that bitch. L-O-L. Christian Lopez. Wow. That's better than my uh, take a pee story. <laughs> She's 24 years old, Christian. I Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say yes. She knew. I don't want to yeah, break any illusions there, but probably yeah. So, interesting. Anyway, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us at sit80s at gmail.com, stevenie80s, or bradney80s at gmail.com. Ah, the mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. You know the drill. In fact, you know the drill so well that you know that I'm going to say you know the drill. You know the drill. You're Uh, also going to say... Give me a pause, but no one knows that because I edit that part out. Yep. It is a tradition. We stick to traditions around here. Uh, pay attention. Here is the clip from last show. That's Steve Perry, Foolish Heart. Foolish Heart, hear me call and stop before you start falling. What, were you supposed to say something there? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> since we used uh, Mr. Perry. Hey, by the way, I figured out, like, I don't know if everybody knows that yet, but Cat uh, Benatar, who is my trusted feline companion, uh, is is sick, has been sick, and she's probably, I don't know how many months she's got left in her. Oh, man. Um, mm-hmm. But when she when she goes, I, I've i been trying to figure out the name of my next cat, and I'm, I'm torn. It's so disrespectful to Cat Benatar. <laughs> well... If she bit me a few fewer times, maybe I'd be more respectful. She's laid out right across the computer right now in front of me. Uh, so, Cat uh, Bentar, what would you like your replacement to be named? Should it be Catrick Swayze or Steve Purry? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Two Steves in one house seems kind of confusing. Yeah. Mm. It does seem a little confusing. Uh, anyway, uh, Brad, list some winners. I will be happy to list the winners. Winners this week include OJ from La Caruna, Spain, Tim in Harrisburg, Scott in New Hampshire, Joseph Perdue, Dave Dirt, Marie in Bradenton, Florida, Scott from Minnesota, Rock the Good Egg, Shazam from St. Louis, and Bobby Jordan, who informs me that this is the second time I've used this song as a mystery tune. 
the first time back in show number 100,068. Back in show number 250. I have no idea what happened there. The Jim Kerr Simple Minds interview show. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us. You have the addresses by now. And tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Cruise back to the 80s on the first ever 80s cruise. Seven days in the most radical party to ever hit the high seas with a totally awesome lineup of artists that define the sound of the decade. Join Huey Lewis and the News, Richard Marks, Starship, Cool and the Gang, A Flock of Seagulls, Modern English, Naked Eyes, Tiffany, Wang Chung, and Jessie's Girl, the ultimate 80s party band, and the original MTV VJs, Nina Blackwood, Mark Goodman, and Alan Hunter. As we cruise to exotic ports of core like Grand Turk, San Juan, St. Thomas, and the private island of Half Moon Key, we're going all out by building an 80s video game arcade with Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, and of course Pac-Man, showing movies like Ferris Bueller and Pretty in Pink, and there'll even be a VJ contest. Don't forget to pack your best 80s looks because we're having a prom night, a movie costume party, pajama party, and neon beach party. You can't miss this. Sailing from February 28th through March 6th, 2016 for the most gnarly vacation ever. For more information, log on to the80scruise.com or call 844-384-8080. Has the fight been set yet? It's in Russia. Are you nuts? Newspapers for a theater near you. And we're back, and it's time for uh, Spearsy's most infamous Rocky trivia quiz. You guys ready? Sure. Ten questions. I'm ready. Ten mm-hmm. questions. Ready to go. Cut me, Mick. <laughs> You guys can play along at home as well. Uh, we'll see which one of you is the best. I'll be shocked if Dr. Dim doesn't win this having just seen everything. seen them all, yeah. Well, yeah. I might have forgotten stuff. You know, I'm over I'm, I'm over the underdog 50 here. Now. Let's establish that now. I'm the underdog. <laughs> yes. That's right. I'm Apollo. You're Rocky. So, so if I lose, that's what's supposed to happen. Right, exactly. Uh, question number one. Um, these movies together, the Rocky franchise, have grossed mo- together more than $1 billion. Which movie grossed the most? Mm. You don't have to have the number, but just guess which movie was the highest grossing movie. Which one grossed the most? Was it four? I would say four. Well, you know, some folks got to learn the hard way. (laughs) It is four. Tied on points, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Uh, I answered first. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna give this. <laughs> better when I hit you. Just that I hit. You. <laughs> yeah, it's true. True. We each pointed. We each pointed that one. So we're not. It's not, We're not actually really playing for dollars here. So it'll work out just fine. Yeah. Question number two. Uh, which installment? Which movie do you think has the highest rating, and which one has the lowest rating? Uh, obviously, we're looking for two answers here on RottenTomatoes.com. Hmm. Well, now, five would five would have to have the lowest. 
Five has the lowest. And I think I think the first one has the highest. Brad, you know, he keeps taking my answers. Hey, <laughs> Brad, they seem, those answers seem reasonable, but in the in the interest of making this uh, a competition and an exhibition, uh, I'm going to say that uh, lowest is five and highest is three. Highest is Creed. Oh, oh I wasn't even putting that one in the mix. Creed has a 90 – the last time I looked, it had a 94% fresh rating. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Rocky Five had the, the uh, lowest at 26%. Rocky mm-hmm. Four was 38%. Okay. And the original Rocky was 92%. Oh, wow. So, okay. Ooh. So that one goes to that one goes to down. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, question number three. Creed was intentionally scheduled for a November 25th 2015 release. That date marks the 40th anniversary of an event that takes place in the original Rocky movie. Hmm. What event is that? Thanksgiving. Is, is that his first fight? Is that Rocky's first fight? Well, I wonder, yeah. Is it the big the big match between Rocky and... No, because that's on the... Isn't that on... No, that's 4th like, of that's July. That's Bicentennial, yeah. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Would it have happened that fast? That's like seven months. By the way, you're not you're not correct. The the fight between Apollo and uh, Rocky took place on New Year's Eve. Oh, New was it Day- the second New- movie that was? Uh... No, the second movie was also around Thanksgiving. Because he's like, come November, he does fight him yeah, on Thanksgiving in the second. I'm movie. gonna I'm gonna give it to Brad on this one. Uh, November, the very first thing you see when Rocky starts up the first movie, it sets the date. It shows you that it's November 25th. 1975, mm-hmm. and then it says Rocky Balboa versus Spider Rico. Did you fight last night? Yeah. Did you win? Yeah, I won K one of six. Yeah, who'd you fight? Spider Rico. <laughs> He's a bum. So that. I see. So oh. Interesting. So there you go. <laughs> Question number four Rocky's trainer Mickey has a last name, but it's rarely seen or spoken. What is it? Oh, crepes. It's like Goldberg or something like that. It's Big Mouth, obviously. <laughs> Mickey's Big Mouth. <laughs> okay, Brad gets the points for that one. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a better joke, but... <laughs> well, if you can't be right, be funny. <sighs> well, yeah, but I'm close. It's like You're... Goldman, Goldberg, Goldstein. It's, it's something like that. Lawrence... <laughs> His name is James Jessenbenton. Lawrence Fell, Lawrence Jesterton, Lawrence Jesterton. It's Gold Mill. Ah, oh, see? Uh, I was halfway that's, there. That's Three quarters because I had Mickey. That's just too bad, Jim. That's just too bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> question number Boy, five. Question number five. Mr. T's character is nicknamed Clubber Lang, but what is his character's actual first name? Oh, wow. Oh, no. I that's don't, a really good question. Mr. No. Maurice. James. Oh, that's a good first name. Do you? Does anyone here know what Mr. T's actual name is? I call him Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Met him once. He's not very tall. Right? Yes, I have. I was at a comic book convention. I stood in line for him, and he said, I pity the fool doesn't buy my comic book. He had yeah. a comic book done, and, and he signed it for me. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It's uh, Lawrence <laughs> Tarode. Mm. So, hence, I would pick the name Mr. T as well. 
his, uh, Lawrence. His health, he had some health problems like in the last 15, 20 years. Is he doing okay now? Um, as far I, as I know, yeah. but there was some there was some doubt. They thought, thought maybe he was uh, trying to avoid some tax stuff. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, and incidentally, and this is completely coincidental, my wife and I just got another car, and uh, we knew we had to buy it because the license plate on it, not a personalized plate, not a vanity plate, an actual Minnesota plate that issued by the state, three numbers, and MRT. I said, um, it's Mr. T. We have to get this car. So That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Question number six. In Rocky 3 and 4, Rocky gets help from Apollo Creed and Creed's trainer. Can you name Creed's trainer? Tony. I know it's Tony. I don't Tony know the last Duke? Name I think Duke. Duke is right, yeah. Full points to Mr. Fitzsimmons. <laughs> okay, here we get to the interesting part Party of the show. Present, friggin'. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice body shot I gave you. Yeah. Last four questions uh, are complete the line questions. Oh, this I will, is like this is uh, just time out for a second here. This is like in back to school when he has to retake all his tests, and the economics professor says, "I have a I have a quiz for you. It only has one question. These are in thirty seven parts. It's each one of these is an individual question." What's what's the problem? I feel like we've been taking this quiz forever. It's a ten. <laughs> it's ten questions. I need another pencil. You had to take. Uh, uh, go ahead. Come on. Question number seven. Complete the line from Rocky One. He doesn't know it's a damn show. He, he thinks, thinks it's a damn fight. fight. Yes. He doesn't know it's a damn show. He thinks it's a damn fight. Question number eight. Complete the line from Rocky Two. I just got one thing to say. To my wife at home. Yo, Adrian, and I did it. I just want to say one thing to my wife at home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! Question number nine. Complete the line from Rocky Three. No, I don't hate Balboa. I pity the I fool. Pity takes what I got. Who wants it? Who tries to take what I got? No, I don't hate Balboa, but I pity the fool, and I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. That okay. goes to Brad. Here we go. This is a tough, tougher one, I think, but maybe it's a. It's a. We'll see. Rocky number four. Question ten. Final question. Complete the line from Rocky four. During this fight, I've seen a lot of changing in the way you feel about me. In the way I feel about you, in here there are two guys trying to kill each other. But I guess that's better than 20 million. I guess what I'm trying to say is... If I can change, you can change, everybody can change. During this fight, I've seen a lot of changing. The way you felt about me and the way I felt... About you. In here, there were two guys killing each other. But I guess that's better than 20 million. So what I'm trying to say is that if I can change, and you can change, we можете измениться. Everybody can change. 
like, you know what? I, I, I think I, that's I a knockout. The on the back of my neck is standing up right now, man. <laughs> there you go. I should have delivered it like uh, like Stallone. Yeah. You think they understood him? Uh, well, they had the translator there, and I'm sure they were uh, speaking impeccable <laughs> Russian. I'm sure that they changed it all that's, around. That's the, moment, that's the moment he won the Cold War. Right. Yeah. Uh, this has been fun, guys. It feels like we just went through a title fight. I'm sweating. Parts of my oh, body I hurt. broke my nose again. That hurt. <laughs> I did laugh at the – there was some kind of – little comedy moments in rocky 2 like the you know i was there's you know apollo creed's coming into the ring and you're coming into the arena and he's like really he's like what are you surprised i hope he wasn't going to show you know <laughs> stuff like that that was just kind of funny little drop-ins yeah there's, there's well you know there's a line like do you have anything derogatory to say about the champ derogatory yeah he's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah well this is when we know we can't read so <laughs> There's a lot of syllables in that word, man. He does some reading in the Creed. Sits yeah. with a newspaper. He's, either way, he's just looking at the pictures. Well, that's totally fictional if he's actually looking at a newspaper in 2015. So oh, hey. Oh, I have one delivered to my house. still some out that was there. A body sh- I, sorry, that was a shot to the kidneys. I feel bad about that. So, low blow. Anyway, hey, I hope you enjoyed our uh, tribute to the Rocky movies. I don't think this means that we'll be doing a, our, our salute to the Police Academy movies anytime soon. <laughs> But uh, but it was fun nonetheless. I, if, if we do our salute to the police academy movies, I'm sure Brad could could ace that quiz, right, Brad? Um, sure, yeah. sure. Since I refuse no to watch any of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the winner by TKO. As always, we uh, we love your letters. Don't forget to send us your uh, hot tub time machine. What would you tell yourself if you could uh, go back 30 years and talk to a younger version of yourself? We're gonna we're, we've still been collecting those. We're gonna have an amazing show. In the meantime. I know what Rocky would say if he could uh, go back 30 years ago and talk to himself. He'd say this. You know, I could have done nothing without you. Yo, Adrian, we did it. We did it. And in the meantime, we remain here. Hopelessly Stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a Class of 85 production. wait for the 80s cruise and I figured I would do what Rocky does so I uh it's like he chases the chicken I, I thought I'll, okay I'll grease up Cat Benatar and I'll chase her around the apartment wait you grease up Cat Benatar you, you know in the movie it's just a regular chicken it's not like Crisco dipped chicken oh anyway why are you calling oh we forgot to name a winner for the bottle opener oh by any chance, are you standing right next to your home roulette table? Well, of course, in my in my tuxedo and my dinner jacket. 
Uh, yeah, let's spin this thing and see what happens. I guess I have to be the one who announced the winner by the one by the wheel, right? <laughs> hey, the winner's just through. That's great. Why, why are you still panting? Uh, I guess I'm just really excited for Drew. Uh, okay, man, that's, that's great. I'm, I'm happy for you, and I'm happy for just Drew. Uh, I'll talk to you later. I gotta go edit this show. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go give a cat a bath. <laughs>